Because what I often see is that women say, okay, I had a baby and that was huge. Okay, now I'm going to go back to work, but they're not actually taking the time to think about how it actually is a whole new identity. Being a working mom is very different than working and being a mom. When you're putting those together, first and foremost, I want women to understand that it's a new identity. And even though they may be going back to their old office, to their old work environment, whatever that looks like, they're not coming back the same person they were before. And that's okay. I feel like there's a lot of fear from that as well, where women are saying, no, 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 but I'm still going to be able to do everything. I'm still going to be able. That's great. No one wants you to do less at the office. Your supervisor for sure doesn't want you to do less. However, please understand and give yourself grace. Hi, I'm Leslie Abraham, a pre and postnatal expert, DO, and exercise specialist with over 11 years of international experience. I am now the founder of Bonjour Baby, a birth prep and postpartum recovery online program. I help new moms just like you preparing for birth and recover after so that you can be ready for the biggest day of your life push with confidence, and feel like you're all self again in your new mom's body. So if you have questions on how to stay healthy during your pregnancy, prepping your body for birth, preventing diastasis recti, or the best way to support your postpartum recovery, this podcast is for you. I created this show to give you simple and scientifically proven tips and insights on pregnancy, birth prep, recovery and motherhood, and give you the answers and knowledge you deserve. So if you are currently pregnant, a brand new mom, or a mom of four already, looking for feeling better in your body and more confident in your mom life, you are at the right place. So tune in, grab your favorite cup of tea, settle comfortably, and let's get this episode started. Welcome back to the Bonjour Baby podcast and to episode 69. Today, Sasha Morozov, a social worker helping other moms to find back their sanity, is coming to the show. We will be talking about returning to work after baby and especially how to facilitate this transition and let go of the mom guilt. Sasha is a former executive who holds a master's in social work and is the founder of Sasha and Home. When Sasha isn't chasing after her two sons, she now utilizes her clinical skills to coach women who are killing it at work but feel like they are failing at home to have more time, less clutter and systems for a peaceful life. Sasha believes that working moms are exceptional humans who are skilled, devoted, and unstoppable. Sasha has spent almost 15 years working in the nonprofit field to help individuals and families create better futures. She is an avid minimalist, productivity master, and obsessed with organizing and designing people's lives. She has now developed a four-step method that focuses on self, home, 
relationships and systems to help moms hit start on the life they have put on pause. In this episode, Sasha and I talked about how you can prepare for this transition before returning to work so you don't feel like you're entering another uncharted territory, how to let go of the guilt you might be experiencing when leaving your little one to daycare while keeping up with your career, how to build your support system, your very own village to support you in that journey, and keys to coming home happy and ready to spend and enjoy beautiful moments with your little one. But before we dive in, have you shared the Bonjour Baby podcast with any other moms yet? You know, like your mom's friends or the ladies in your mom Facebook group or in your baby and me meeting group. I would be super grateful if you could just take a minute and share this episode with someone that you know and who will find it valuable to their very own journey. Again, I will be so, so, so grateful. All you have to do is go to the app or podcast listening platform you're using click on the share button icon and send it on over. Thank you so much in advance. And if you want even more support, more free tips, training, recovery exercises, and nutrition advice, you can join my free Facebook group, Natural Diastasis Recti and Postpartum Healing, the Bonjour Baby Club. You will find a library of past trainings and I hold weekly free recovery sessions. It's only one click away and you will finally get all the information you have been looking for so long and that you deserve from a trusted perinatal expert. If you are listening to this podcast and also speak French, know that starting from now, I am also offering a free Facebook group with content in French only. Perfect for you if you prefer to consume content in your native language. Find the link in bio to join the fun in French. All right, let's dive into our episode with Sasha Morozov. Hi, Sasha. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming to the show today. I'm really looking forward to starting our discussion about going back to work after giving birth. I know so many of our listeners have tons of questions about this and some fears as well. But before we dive into this episode, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit, a bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on. I am Sasha Morozov. I'm a former executive and I have my master's in social work. And now I use my clinical skills to coach working moms who are killing it at the office, but feel like they're failing at home to have more time, less clutter and systems for a healthy life. Perfect. I love your energy. <laughs> Thank you. So let's begin. Let's talk about the first thing that comes to mind when we think about this new big transition, right? Is there a way moms can prepare this, themselves ahead for this return to work? Because what we hear when we talk about, you know, this topic, it's It's overwhelming. I don't know how I can do it all. But at the same time, they want to have this career. It's important for them. So what are your advice, Sasha, on how they can prep for this transition in their new life? Because basically, they are entering another uncharted territory. Oh, I'm so glad that you mentioned that it's a new transition because what I often see is that women say, okay, I had a baby and that was huge. 
okay, now I'm going to go back to work, but they're not actually taking the time to think about how it actually is a whole new identity. Being a working mom is very different than working and being a mom. When you're putting those together, first and foremost, I want women to understand that it's a new identity. And even though they may be going back to their old office, to their old work environment, whatever that looks like, they're not coming back the same person they were before. And that's okay. I feel like there's a lot of fear from that as well, where women are saying, no, 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 but I'm still going to be able to do everything. I'm still going to be able. That's great. No one wants you to do less at the office. Your supervisor for sure doesn't want you to do less. However, please understand and give yourself grace, especially if you are returning after like a minimal leave of like a few weeks, 12 weeks, give yourself grace. And my number one tip is give yourself 90 days to adjust. I know that may sound like a lot, but give yourself 90 days to adjust. Mm-hmm. That's great. First time I hear that. So what is the reason behind the 90 days? Absolutely. Because look, what is happening? Let's talk about this, right? What's happening is that your baby's still growing. You're still, your body's still changing in most of these situations, unless, you know, you wait, you're in a position where you were able to stay home for a year. This, But we're really talking about the mom that's going back to work right away after maternity leaves. So your body's still changing. Your baby's still changing. You're going to need at least 30 days to just wrap your head around the fact that you have a new schedule and what that looks like. So you have that 30 days, then the next 30 should really be filled with, okay, let me get back into everything that's going on at work. Your first 30 days, you're probably just trying to catch up because you're probably are trying to figure out, okay, what needs to happen? What projects? Where is this? And again, give yourself grace. So when you have those 60 days of giving yourself the first 30 days to just adjust the new schedule, the next 30 days to really feel like you know what you're doing, the last 30 is where you're really looking ahead versus looking back. Because when you get to work, a lot of times what I hear women say is, oh my God, my baby, my baby, my baby. The separation anxiety is real. A lot of times these women, this is the first time they're leaving their baby for such a long stretch. So again, give yourself grace. It's going to take time for your baby to adjust to the new schedule, even if they're at home with a nanny and it's the same environment. And you're going to need to give your mind enough time to adjust to, okay, this is the me at work. This is the me at home. And that's why I say, just give yourself 90 days, because by the end of 90 days, you'll be so much easier to look forward and really start thinking at work, okay, what projects do we need to do in the next three months, six months, a year, and so on. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So you just touched on that. We And, and when we... We just talked right now, you you mentioned, you know, the guilt and the separation, the anxiety, you know, around it. So um, let's address what most moms are dealing with. What we just say, the guilt of leaving your little one for the day. And I know how heartbreaking it is for most moms. That's very challenging to accept. So do you have any piece of advice or tips to share with our listeners to help to let go of this guilt? 
Yes. And not just guilt. I would say it's also fear because mm-hmm. now maybe this is the first time your child is in daycare or is with a nanny. Again, maybe this is the first time your child is with a different caregiver for an extended period of time in one day. And that there's a lot of fear. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if they just don't sleep? Okay. Mm -hmm. And you come home to that cranky baby. Nobody wants that. Okay. (laughs) So again, what I talk about is really being proactive. Going back to work doesn't start the night before you go back to the office. It should be starting way, way before that. So one of the things to alleviate that guilt and alleviate that fear is really being proactive and making sure that you are comfortable with the decision that you have made in going back to work and what the care looks like for your baby. Because if you're not at a place in your mind of where you're comfortable with it, then guess what? That's what's going to consume your thoughts when you're at work. You're going to be in fear. You're going to feel guilty versus coming up from a place of hope and understanding that, hey, my baby's going to have an opportunity to be social with other kids in daycare. I trust this provider. Be proactive. Show up at that provider if you are worried that, you know, how do they really handle it during the day? Show up and see. If it's a nanny, have them around before. One of the biggest tips I really want to make sure women hear is please, if you are able to, please, I beg you, do not start daycare nanny, whatever that transition looks like, at the same time that you go back to work. That's too many changes all at once. It's not necessarily, and don't get me wrong. I understand finances is a very big, real, real thing. And some women cannot afford to hire a nanny a week or two weeks before or start daycare a week or two weeks before. However, let's try to think of creative ways then because again, it's going to be a lot of change all at once. And I want to set you guys up for success. I want you to go back on the first day and feel confident because you know that your baby's taken care of and you in your mind are taken care of. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said about, you know, reframing the mindset, you know, how we think about this transition as well. And all the fears that are around, you know, letting your little one for the day about, you know, they are going to socialize, they are going to have fun. It's about also reframing how we think about it. So I love what you just said. Yeah, definitely. And think about it. If you're worried, what is your baby feeling? Okay, Mm -hmm. our baby's feed off of how we're acting. So if we're crying the first day we're going back to work and it's okay, been there, okay? Guilty, 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 okay? So no way am I saying like, oh, you'll be totally fine. (laughs) You still have lots of emotions. Your body's changing. Your mind is still racing, okay? But think about it. If you're bawling and so upset and complaining every night to your partner, if you have a partner or just to a girlfriend, about how awful this is, your baby is going to see that. They may not understand where it's coming from, but they're going to feed off of that as well. So it's also what we're bringing to the table and how we're really able to move forward with it. 
Absolutely, absolutely. They are little sponges. They they feel every emotion that goes through our body. That's for sure. That's for sure. So when we prepare this interview together, you mentioned something about creating and finding mom's community that can help and support. So where can our listeners find this kind of communities outside the regular mom's Facebook groups? Yes. Okay. So a couple of things. Depends on the size of your your work environment as well. So if you usually are working for a much larger corporation, then they go to your HR and see if they don't have like a support group, an opportunity, start one. Do you know how many women I hear would love to do something like a support group or just a safe place where they can discuss their struggles? but they just don't have an opportunity like that, but you got to make it. Sometimes you just need to make your own community. So if you're working at a large corporation, that's definitely an idea. HR would love you for it, for the record. But if you're at a small community, that's okay. There's different apps. There's like the peanut app. You mentioned Facebook groups. There's so many, there's just going to the park. You go to the park, you see people walking with strollers. There's so many opportunities. It doesn't necessarily have to be working mom group, but guess what? Finding two or three people that can relate to where you are is life-changing and is so needed that I think we gloss over all the time. That's so true. (laughs) <laughs> That's so true. And it's true for everything in that postpartum, you know, transition time. And it it's not only true for what we call the first trimester, because I feel like we kind of often mistake and, you know, think about postpartum, like just for this six weeks. So, you know, uh, first three months after giving birth, when in reality, all the, 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 the changes that you can feel um, in your mind, in your body, hormonally, everything that you're experiencing can last, you know, 18 months, two years sometimes so that's why it is so important to have this kind of support around you professionals but also you know friends and other moms where you you can just you know vent and and talk about things and realize you are not alone as you say that's that's very important i feel yes because all of the emotions that are coming up for you other people are feeling it as well. And I want you to be able to see that. Because like I said, even if you cry on your first day, or even if you cry on day 30, okay? Or even if your baby is still crying on day 30 for going to the other caregiver, there's so much. There's so much in that and there's so much to unpack. And I feel like we as women don't give ourselves enough of that space. Don't give ourselves enough of that grace to just be able to take it in. That's why I say the 90 days. You can do it in 30. You could do it in two weeks. You totally can. But give yourself enough time to take it all in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we have the big picture, our steps to be prepared and deal with guilt and fear, as we just said. But another piece of that is how to deal with family life when you come back home after work, exhausted, drained and stressed out. You know, it's not the same. So how can our listeners work on coming home after work happy and still enjoy every and each moment with their littles? Absolutely. So one of the things I always say, it's not just 90 days at work, it's 90 days at home as well. 
okay? So what I mean by that is thinking proactively. I want you to be set up before you get to day one. So let's talk about your home life and setting up your home life for success. So one of the things I talk about is there are common things that we know we need in the next 90 days at home even. Let's just start with the basics of like diapers and coffee and all of this toilet paper, you know, all of these things that what happens is that we work and then we are driving home like, oh my God, we were running out of diapers. I need to stop by Target ASAP. Okay. What I say with the 90 days is 90 days at home as well. So do the bulk shopping, go to Costco, stock up as much as you can for those 90 days. So that way it takes something off. What else is going on in your life for the next 90 days? Look at your calendar. What events do you have coming up? What is happening? Maybe it's your birthday. Maybe it's whatever. What is happening and how can you plan it ahead of time? Because guess what? What I see, we as women are the ones who do the planning. We as women are the ones who are responsible for that gift or whatever. Maybe the holidays are coming up during those 90 days. Holy moly, who knows? But the point is, is that you are being proactive and looking ahead. And at the same time, you're having conversations if you have a partner with your partner. Because what else I see happen is that when the woman is at home, especially after having a baby, she might uh, like unconsciously take on things that she didn't do before when she was working because she's like, oh, I can do that. I'm at home. I'll pick up the dry cleaning. Okay. Maybe the partner was always the one picking up the dry cleaning before. So what I'm saying is think proactively. What have you maybe have taken on that you didn't know or didn't, weren't doing before? Because guess what? If you have a partner, your partner's just going to expect you to keep doing it. If you don't have a conversation, okay, they're not mind readers. So what proactive conversations can you have with a partner or with maybe other kids. Maybe you have older kids and they're used to mom being at home, giving them snacks or whatever. And that's gonna change too. Proactive conversations is the best way to get prepared for your home life. Because guess what? You will still come home exhausted, but you don't have to make that extra target run. You will come home exhausted, but guess what? You'll have a frozen meal because you know that you are going to have long hours so that by the time you get home, there's not time to cook. So you are okay with 90 days of frozen meals or 90 days of XYZ, whatever it looks like. But that's one less thing you're going to have to do. So when you are a little bit tired after work, you have more time, more buffer to relax. Yeah, I love that. And so, and what about the stress part? Because that's something, I mean, we all know that, you know, working is very stressing, right? We all take a lot on ourselves. And especially when you go back to work, you know, people are expecting a lot from you. I mean, even though, of course, they understand that you were on a maternity leave, but let's be honest, you know, the pressure from work is is real, is here. They, they might be, you know, <laughs> being able to wait for you to get in a rhythm for a few days, but they have deadlines and they need, you know, your work ASAP. So we have this huge pressure on top of the pressure of, you know, being at home, after work and being able to care for your little, I mean, it's not easy neither. So you have all this stress, you know, falling on your shoulders. So any tips to help to, you know, mitigate that and, and trying to alleviate this kind of stress that is really taking over? 
Absolutely. So one of the things I say is the fact that if we look at it as that we're always having to juggle balls in the air, we're going to think about life as that it always has to just keep going, keep going and be perfect. And everything gets equal amount of time. That's not reality. For me, what reality looks like is that it looks like a pendulum that swings back and forth. And that sometimes work is going to need you. Those deadlines are real. Your supervisor may call at eight o'clock at night because something blew up or a client may change your mind, whatever. But the point is, if you're looking at it as a pendulum that, you know what, right now my work needs me, you're giving yourself the opportunity to say, okay, when this is done, it's going to go back to the family part. And guess what? Sometimes your kid is going to be sick and you can't go to work or your child care provider is closed, whatever. Things happen all the time and that's stressful. But how can you prepare for them? So who else is in your network that you can also rely on ahead of time instead of just scrambling saying, hey, mom, can you come over because baby da 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 can you have those conversations ahead of time of like, hey, I know it's coming up. I know that, you know, I'm an accountant and it's tax season and that mm-hmm. tax season is crazy. We, there are certain things we know that really, even if they have to do with work, are kind of things we can plan for ahead of time. So if you're an accountant and it's tax season, then guess what? Maybe during tax season, you have a nanny during the evenings, not because you need it, but because that way it alleviates some stress. Or you have a friend who you swap with and you watch their kids one day a week and they watch your kid one day a week. And that one day is when you stay later at work because your work needs you. There's so many creative ways we can think about this, but we have to start thinking proactively versus, oh no, the deadline's tomorrow. I didn't even think about it. And now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I hear from, you know, this whole conversation is being proactive and, you know, organizing, you know, things ahead of time. And just a, you know, a word here, because some moms might think, okay, we are talking just about the transition right now. But what if I already, you know, went back to work a couple of months ago, but I'm still struggling with, you know, organization and stuff. So I like that you say that it's all about, you know, taking a step back and being able to think ahead because these kind of tips, you can just use them at whatever point in your journey you're at, right? So just like maybe a word of reassurance for these moms who have been in that kind of, you know, uh, situation for so long and they think like, I I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Yes. And what I always try to say to people, because a lot of things, a lot of times what I hear is that people are not sure if they want to go back to work or they go back to work and they're saying, I don't know if this is worth it. Okay. I've heard a lot of that. And what I say is that's okay to feel that way. And also know wherever you are in your working mom journey, things can change. So maybe, yes, you're working full time and maybe you want to be home. Well, then start thinking about it. Is that a realistic? What are the steps that I would need to get there? Wherever you are in your journey, if you're not looking at it, that it's a permanent, like I'm overwhelmed, I'll forever be overwhelmed. And you recognize that I'm overwhelmed right now. These are the things that are happening. And this is the way that I can step outside of that and be able to move forward. And if you've looked at those YouTube videos, you've read those books, and you're still just shaking your head like, how do people do it? 
Call me. This is what I do. Sometimes you need the one-on-one and that's okay. Especially as a working woman, we would never not never, but most of the time, we don't question if to take a training on how to be a better manager, right? If we're working mm-hmm. or how to be a better supervisor or how to close more sales, whatever it is, right? We just think of that as professional development. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our personal life, we are so hard on ourselves and feel like we just need to be able to do it. And I'm saying, if you're seeing a cycle, Call me or call somebody. It doesn't mean you don't have to work with me, but there are ways that you just need personalized attention and steps, and you'll be able to be on the other side of it. So give yourself that opportunity. Invest in yourself to do that. Absolutely. It's exactly like physical recovery. I'm always, you know, saying the same thing. It's about one-on-one personalization to really get you where you want to be. It's it's very important to understand that you can, you know, try one size fits all approach, but you won't have to get the same results. Let's let's be let's be honest. And the same goes with exactly what you what you offer. So let's talk about that. So if our listeners want to connect with you, how can they connect with you or where can they find you online? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. If this resonates with you in any way, head on over to Sasha X home. You can book a session there and you can also download the freebie of five steps to coming home happy after work. And if you are not ready for the one-on-one, I also offer a one hour course on going back to work after having a baby. You can find it all there. That's perfect. So everything will be included in the show notes. So go go over the show notes so you can find all the link that Sasha just mentioned. Thank you so much for coming to the show today, Sasha. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for your nice energy and for all the tips that you shared with us today. Oh, my pleasure. And anyone listening, honestly, I just want you to have more fun in your life. So please go out there, have fun, and enjoy life. Thank you, Sasha. Bye-bye. Thanks. And that's the end of our episode with Sasha. I hope you took tons of notes and found super useful tips to help you go through this transition while managing doubts, guilt, and finding your new way by combining your career and your new mom's life. Do not hesitate to check out Sasha's work and contact her by using the links in the show notes of this episode. Before we wrap up this episode, if you are currently in the middle of your postpartum recovery journey and struggle with diastasis recti, peeing your pants when you sneeze or cough, plateauing in your weight loss journey, or simply don't know where to start to support your body's recovery and finally feel like yourself again, you can go ahead and download my free postpartum recovery guide. You will find the link in the show notes to do so. It will give you more insights into what's happening with your body. And I'm also sharing five simple exercises with videos to get you started. If you loved today's episode, please share it with a friend. Postpartum recovery calls for a lot, a lot of adjustments and sometimes we are simply missing the tools that will make us feel better just because we never heard about it. So share away. All you have to do is go to the app 
our podcast listening platform you're using, click on the share button icon and send it on over. I really appreciate you taking the time to do so. And this helps me support other moms like you take back control of their health and body and embrace this new chapter of their life with confidence. Remember that for even more support, more free tips, trainings, recovery exercises, and nutrition advice, you can also join my free Facebook group, Natural Diastasis Recti and Postpartum Healing, the Bonjour Baby Club. Find the link to do so in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for listening in today, and I will see you next week, same time, same place, my friend. Until next time.